many Malaysians have shopped or enjoyed a meal at Brickfields, one of the city's most vibrant suburbs. However, only a few know that Brickfields was established in the wake of twin disasters that occurred in Kuala Lumpur. Today, Brickfields is one of the busiest suburbs in Kuala Lumpur. But what was it like back in the day? Let's take a trip back in time to the past. In 1881, a major fire and severe flooding prompted a British resident in Selangor, Frank Swettenham, to order the construction of buildings made with bricks and tiles that could withstand extreme heat and strong water currents. He sought the assistance of Kapitan Yap Tet Loy, a migrant of Hakka descent from China, who went on to play an instrumental role in developing brick fields. Yap bought a large piece of land there and established a bricks kiln on it. According to historians and academicians, that is how Brickfields got its name. Growing up in the late 1950s, Balan Moses, author of Brickfields, A Place, A Time and a Memory, said Brickfields was a melting pot of faiths and ethnicities. Brickfields is special to me. I had my uh, world view set in Brickfields. It's a, it was the backdrop for my worldview, which means I learned multiculturalism. I learned multi-religious character. I learned uh, a lot of languages. Our neighbors came to our house for Christmas. We went to their house for Deepawali or Hari Raya or Chinese New Year. So there was great interaction between the races in Brickfields and it impressed me. It impressed me to such an extent that I carry those memories in my mind and in my heart right up till today. The 67-year-old who is a pastor talked about the many houses of worship erected within this one locality, something not often seen in bustling Kuala Lumpur. You have the Zion uh, Cathedral behind me, which was built in 1924, perhaps the fourth oldest uh, structure in Brickfields, concrete structure. And then behind the church is the, uh, uh, the Buddhist Mahavihara, which was built in 1895. And then you have the Hindu temple uh, down the road, Jalan Sultan Abdul Samad. Uh, it is uh, the Sri Kandasami temple, uh, which came into being in the late 1800s. And then you have the Madrasa Gautia. Moses recalled how food those days was brought into the area and delivered to customers by men on foot, who carried baskets and metal containers hanging on either end of a kandar pole. He said these food traders would walk around the neighbourhood, calling out in either Tamil or Malay what they were selling, such as mee rebus or roja. So you would stop him and he would carry a little table that he'll place on the ground and he would cut up his vegetables, etc. and make mee rebus for you with a soup that hung on the kanda stick. Moses added that long before coin-operated laundromats were commonplace, 
The Dobby of Jalan Kandang Kerbau in Brickfields was where dirty laundry was washed. This Dobby was famed for its use of tall bamboo sticks on which bed sheets, trousers, shorts and saris were hung to dry in the hot sun. The Dobby would come to your house, pick up dirty clothes, wash them, dry them, iron them and bring them back two days later. It was so easy. Moses said Brickfields was home to the Lido Cinema, one of the few in Kuala Lumpur that screened Tamil films. It's no wonder that it soon became a famous landmark. And that's where we saw uh, Tamil films for uh, 25 cents matinee show on Sundays at unearthly 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. That's where gang fights between gangsters who ruled Brickfields took place outside the cinema. And gang, gang fights were scheduled for according to the screen times when the show went on. Following the vast development in Brickfield, what used to house Lido Cinema is now Public Bank, located opposite New Central. Moses said that he advocated the preservation of Brickfields simply because it was a suburb with an amazingly rich history. He said a heritage center should be set up here as it was important to preserve memories and artifacts from the past, particularly at a time when superstructures and skyscrapers were taking over the landscape. It is vital that uh, Malaysians at large and the younger generation Uh, know about our heritage, especially the heritage of Brickfields because there's so much one can learn from the past, from history. The younger generation uh, um, from all sectors of life can learn from the multiculturalism of Brickfields. It's still evident today, yeah. Can learn from the multi-religious nature of Brickfields so that uh, we don't have, uh, you know, uh, views that, uh, that are non-multicultural, that are uh, monocultural. Uh, that is going to be very dangerous for the city, for Kuala Lumpur, for Brickfields and for the nation. So. Brickfields is a learning place, a place one can learn from. Although the face of Brickfields is fast changing, the government has recognised the importance of preserving some of Brickfields' heritage and launched Little India years ago, a street that is dedicated to a string of retailers and restaurants where you can immerse yourself in everything Indian. Samuel Chua, FMT News.